हेलो एवरीवन वेलकम टू लाइफ ही टॉक्स मैं हूं आपकी दोस्त और होस्ट अवैस आडा और मैं हर हफ्ते लेकर आती हूं आपके लिए इंटरेस्टिंग कॉन्वर्जेशन विद अ न्यू गेस्ट ओनली ऑन माय शो लाइफ ही टॉक्स आज की जो हमारी गेस्ट है शी बिलोंग्स फ्रॉम त्रिपुरा रॉयल फैमिली एंड शी इज लीडिंग अ नेशन वाइड कैंपेन कॉल्ड वन मिलियन अगेंस्ट चाइल्ड सेक्शुअल अब्यूज हर वर्क ऑन चाइल्ड सेक्शुअल अब्यूज अवेयरनेस हैज बीन फीचर्ड इन नेशनल एंड इंटरनेशनल मीडिया एंड करंटली शी इज डेवलपिंग an age appropriate personal safety education program a curriculum which she hopes will be part of all the schools across india her crusade against child abuse started when she was 10 years old ladies and gentlemen please welcome the strong beautiful and fierce lady pranadika sinha dev parman Hey Pranadika hi welcome to Lifey Talks so good to see you after a long time this is the second time uh, just the difference is first time it was an audio podcast and now it's a video one so how are you doing uh, thanks great to see you again and uh, i'm doing great i'm doing great we have the pujas happening in in my city right now so there's a lot of noise and festivities in the air correct correct okay pranadika uh, i wanted to know and the audience wanted to know like you work against the child sexual abuse but uh, this journey of your was started when you were only 10 years old mm-hmm. are you comfortable sharing your journey yeah i think i was one of the first uh, at least in my time in the 90s i was one of the first very young people to start talking about my journey so it's kind of you know uh, initially it was very uncomfortable to talk about so many personal things especially mm. because i belong to a well known family uh, and in india you know how we have this issue with talking about sexual abuse it's almost as if if you're assaulted uska matlab hai that you know you need to shut up and the abuser can keep talking so i realized this at a very young age and so now so many years later when i talk about what i've been through as a child and what i talk about you know um what others have been through i do it with a lot of comfort and i do it for the simple reason that other people feel comfortable doing the same hmm. you know so really it's it's become part of what i do now so okay so can you share like what happened with you there are so many articles written on the internet about you and everything and in leading newspapers so what happened actually so, um basically what happened is um when i was 4 i was uh, molested by a senior relative hmm. and um, he was one of uh, in typical uh, fashion you know um he was one of the popular relatives okay. so speaking out and uh, anything was you know it was very difficult to do hmm. and um i was so traumatized by what happened that i actually didn't talk about it for 20 years i kind of you know i repressed that memory um and then when i was 8 there was uh, a caretaker my parents were temporarily separated so when i went to visit my dad um there was a caretaker and uh, you know on the pretext of um, playing badminton with me he kind of isolated me and uh, tried to rape me but that did not happen he molested me but uh, penetrative rape did not you know penetrative sex did not happen thankfully mm-hmm. um and of course both both these incidents were were kind of the precursors to a lot of other incidents which i began understanding were um you know abusive in nature yeah and you know as a very young child you know at the age of 4 at the age of 8 there was no personal safety education there was True. um most the, the you know the, the kinds of abuse you go through you know need to be specified so people know that the behavior they're facing is abusive in the first place so in many cases when things happened i i was very lost i i wasn't really sure as to whether this is abuse whether this is normal and um so i started journaling and kind of writing every time i felt like something was wrong so this person did this that person tried that this person showed me this mm. and um it was a culmination i think now that i'm writing a book it's about 25 experiences from the age of 4 up to the age of 19 and this is um different types of assault it was not always direct assault in terms of you know sexually abusive somebody touching you or somebody mm. trying to rape you etc mm. and uh, it's quite i'm glad i wrote it down though that mm. really helped so you are saying here that you are writing about yourself you were subjected to you know 
25 times you were subjected to sexual abuse yeah 25 times that i documented okay. and later when i when i started educating myself you know the internet came to at least my city in the like 99 mm. and i was used to sit in my dad's office and you know that horrible dial up connection i would kind of type in is mm. this type of touching wrong Okay. And I came across a website which I don't know still if it's still around. Um, it was called Welcome to Barbados, and um, it was like a discussion forum where, uh, where by coincidence, a lot of survivors abroad, especially the US, would talk about what they'd been through. And I began relating to the experiences, hmm. and I realized that over there they had a helpline for the for RAIN R A I N N, okay. which is the rape um, uh, rape prevention um, or crisis helpline um, in hmm. the US. and mm-hmm. i kind of looked around and i said okay is there anyone i could call and i realized there was nobody no one and then i remember calling the one organization in india i'm not going to name them and um, they were nice to me up to the point where i told them that i had a male friend my friend's brother who was also being molested okay and then they bully me and revictimize me because i dared suggest that boys were sexually assaulted my god So um that was my first experience with seeking help getting a little bit for a while and then you know because I was obviously in my head I always had that that thing of you know I want to help people mm. the minute I said boys are abused as well they said oh see this is why you get molested and I'm just looking I at them it. going what yeah yeah so you They're were around yeah yeah so you were completely isolated but did you yeah. find anyone or did you tell anyone about this incident Um initially I the first person I I tried talking to was you know my father's cousin my aunt who is by far I think one of the most evil women I've come across and I hope she listens to this and understands. Uh the reason I'm saying this is because when I told her that this person had molested me as the caretaker uh she just laughed at me and she said what did you do to make him to make him touch you? Mm. How did you encourage him? Oh my god uh this is this woman is a mother an elite mm. urban educated mother of two of two you know ladies yeah. and um uh, how can know, a woman talk like that i mean oh wait, listen uh, women can be toxic too and i know that it, that in this day and age of uh, discussing feminism etc and also supposed right. to say a lot of a lot of things mm. uh, i have been molested by women I have been let down by women and I am never going to be one of those people who therefore follows the hashtag believe all women. I'm very sorry to say this. Women can be and are indeed extremely toxic and they can also be abusers. They can they are in many cases enablers of violence. And I understand that in less privileged societies where women have less opportunity mm-hmm. uh and I understand that they you know majburi they can't do anything. I understand. Yeah. But in as an urban dweller um i can't make excuses not for people like my aunt you know okay. so that was horrible that was actually more how, traumatic than being abused how did you deal with all of this i mean you were in trauma you were confused uh you did not know whom to reach out to how did you deal with all of this oh uh, i internalized a lot of my um, anger and my pain especially after receiving that kind of response from my aunt Hmm. uh and only when my parents um you know they got back after a um, couple of years of separation um what happened was my breaking point was reached when um they moved back to my dad's house just ghar pe the caretaker was there the okay. caretaker same guy who molested me would come and clean the house in the evenings and in the mornings hmm. one day i left my door open my own bedroom door open and i woke up and this guy is on top of me i mean he's not sleeping lying on top of me but my bed was you know one of those mattresses niche and he was either cleaning or something and it, and i just wake up and i look and his face is here and i swear i mean i had some kind of power to not reach out and you know kill him or strangle him or something because it was terrifying Yeah. A I'd seen him That's after so many years. Hmm. B it was like a Bollywood movie. You wake up and the villain is staring at you and um hmm. you know, at that point I was about to go to school and um my thought was this is my chance to either because I was self-harming, I was suicidal. So if you could issue a trigger warning somewhere 
Uh, yeah. For that, I will be discussing these topics also quite openly. Mm. I hurt myself. I took a cheese tin and I started cutting myself because that was my coping mechanism. That was okay. a very not not a healthy one. I don't obviously condone what I did, but that was the way I would manage to deal with my emotions and not talk. I would rather hurt myself. So I did that. And my fear was that if I tell my parents, if I take this chance, suppose they split again. I was it was it was very tough and then that evening when I returned from school we were going for family counseling mm. and so I kind of decided okay you know what this is probably an environment where I can talk let me get it over with and if it doesn't work we were on the third floor I said I'll just jump off the roof I'm I'm done because I was tired I was frustrated and on top of that by by that time I was helping other people so I had the pressure of a lot of people's stories a lot of people's accounts of abuse on me Okay. and we did not have the correct facilities uh, you know to provide the mental health support that we do now now i can provide mental health mm-hmm. uh, resources i'm not a professional mm-hmm. but i do have you know numbers from all over all across uh, all around india which i can okay. share but in in those days in the 90s and early 2000s there was nothing no there was nothing so i was lucky that i went and took the call to tell my parents in the presence of the therapist and my father turns around and says oh i'm a survivor too So he was molested by his uncle when he was 4 years old. And for him to tell me that was um I'll never forget that 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 you know experience. Yeah. Because that is the one reason why the first organization stopped supporting me because I said boys were abused and I remember on the day I learned this information my dad was sitting right behind me. I was on the computer in his office and this is exactly what I had tell, told the person not realizing that my own father was a survivor. My god. This been is been quite a dramatic thing which is why I said you know I should write a book and not yeah. just about my experiences because this is issue is not about me. Correct. I'm very lucky what I have and very lucky to be where I am today. In many ways I'd say I'm lucky to be alive uh, because things got pretty bad uh, when I was working on my campaign. Mm. and uh at the nascent stages when i was an adolescent um but yeah i mean the book is going to be pretty much about abuse all around the all around the country and i will focus on the northeast because i'm from there yeah. and nobody seems to care about northeast so i'd like to change that narrative correct but uh pranadika this brings me to a question um is indian daughter safe no absolutely not never was it's just more obvious now because now if we speak out against certain uh, certain entities uh, mm-hmm. we'll be in even greater trouble um what has this really changed have we suddenly become unsafe in india no mm-hmm. here's the difference is that on twitter yesterday i saw something from munger in bihar mm-hmm. and there was a couple something had happened i wasn't able to read the the hindi correctly okay and uh, basically someone was holding a camera Mm. and a woman's dupatta was being taken off there was a man there were, her partner was on the ground and the somebody had his head his foot on his neck mm. and this was being filmed my god and this is what people get away with in india now and now it's more blatant it was always there it's just become more blatant yeah we've also started victim blaming we've also started blaming people on the basis of their religion we've taken the issue Absolutely. of caste you know and now you know for example when when dalit women are are unfortunately subjected to such heinous violence hmm. yes we're speaking out but after that initial article nobody cares yes so in a way you know no we're not safe and i think we're becoming more unsafe absolutely you know? pranadika tell me one thing there is an emotional burden there is an emotional baggage that you carry but have you healed I think I'm healing every day. You know, healing is is a choice you make every day. It's mm-hmm. such it's it's based on your lifestyle choices. It's based on how you choose to perceive uh what you do now earlier because I was dealing with my own mental health issues and I was not addressing them correctly. Mm-hmm. There was a lot more, you know, I was um let's say a lot more I would say sensitive. I was also externally I was expected to be the superwoman. Mm. I keep getting this impression that oh you're working on this issue so I can just throw any problems at you and you're not supposed to react to it. Mm. So now I've learned to you know process my own emotions as I deal with all these cases and I'm better at doing it but I wouldn't say anyone you know I can't speak for everyone but I don't think anyone really heals 100%. There's Correct. always a little bit 
there's a little bit of hurt there's always a little bit of rage um i would say i'm learning to process it better yeah pranadika do you think uh sex sells when you were talking about uh, this recent incident happened in mungeri right now so what do you have to say when i quote this that sex sells in any form even if it's a scandal even if it's an abuse it sells absolutely sex definitely sells uh, in all its uh, forms and unfortunately sexual violence also sells and we can see that through the recordings you know which many of us receive on whatsapp there's a lot of stuff uh, on the internet right. uh, on various social media platforms even on instagram unfortunately um, yeah. and you know like community guidelines just don't are not effective mm-hmm. uh, at curbing these uh, these uh, uh, videos and the distribution and sharing of these videos so right. absolutely sells and i think a lot of times uh, people kind of you know they don't they wouldn't censor images of um, the deceased Hmm. Uh, they wouldn't censor images of children, and all of that is all over social media, and it definitely sells. It definitely gets eyeballs, and uh, not related to um, sexual violence. But I just want to bring this up because this is very disturbing. Yeah. Uh, the recent deaths of Sushant Singh Rajput and Sidhu Moosewala um, were the, the the pictures are actually on Facebook right now of the deceased. True. and i occasionally you know i'm told to report this and report that pertaining to children and you know dressed in a certain way women mm-hmm. who have been uh, molested women who have been you know in in various horrible stages of trauma right none of those reporting mechanisms work absolutely so when people say about all these community guidelines mm-hmm. they don't happen to work i was banned by facebook for 30 days because i helped the police catch a rapist my god and they they shared the, the news on their official page i shared the news from their mm. page mm. and they banned for 30 days oh and it took them more time and he issued a rape threat on facebook as a comment in the form of a comment yeah. um which is it's gone viral it's all over the the news um and it took facebook more time to remove that comment than it did than it you know uh took them to ban me because i shared something from kolkata police pertaining to the case i mean from mm-hmm. an official yeah community thing. guidelines when it comes to prevention of sexual violence or being an ally for survivors no. there's a lot of room no, for okay. improvement okay so nothing much has changed in our country when it comes to ensuring women's safety and physical autonomy i mean the 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 rapist of uh, bilkis banu was recently released and was welcomed with garlands so yeah welcomed with garlands welcomed with sweets and not only that the current status of most of the people involved there were 11 most of them have gone missing nobody knows where they are mm. so um, uh, and and the best part is at best i'm being sarcastic but um the apathy around mm. issues is alarming Hmm. when the delhi gang rape unfortunately you know happened in, in 2012 there was outrage people were crying people were angry you know politicians did what politicians do right, made right. a scene hmm. um we're still struggling with the with marital rape we're still struggling with reproductive rights of women hmm. where rules and impositions are being placed on us and we have no no say in the matter right um uh, of what we want to do with our bodies and how we wish to proceed with our mm. sexual and reproductive health right um you know in so many parts of the country and this is not just up this is not just bihar it's let's move away from the stereotype it happens pan india mm. you go to report sexual abuse this happened recently with somebody uh, in in mumbai who was molested the police women not mm. the men mm. were telling the girl that you know aap bahut acche ho you're a lawyer you're dressed wonderfully and your boyfriend did not do anything to you some stranger did it so don't worry we'll take your case take your case as we'll lodge we'll register your your uh, your fir yeah that suppose my 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 partner had been violent towards me hmm i mean suppose i wasn't wearing lawyers you know the the hmm. clothes hmm, hmm. So I mean, and this is this is Mumbai. This is not. Um, this is a metro city. You know, we are talking about. Stereotypical, yeah. tier two, tier three. This is correct. 
one of the hubs so clearly they also want to help out but your but your campaign 1 million against um, child sexual abuse so can you educate us about what is this campaign all about um well 1 million against abuse is now registered as a trust and uh, after a lot of procrastination um uh, but still it happened this year okay. um my goal is actually to bridge the gap between education on personal safety poxo and related rights hmm. and the general public and my first target audience is students parents teachers and school staff okay so i have a petition on change.org hmm and received 2.71 lakh uh, signatures so far okay wonderful it um, it is to make personal safety education mandatory in all indian schools starting with the two largest boards mm. which is cbse and isc mm, and then to move towards the the other the smaller boards and the state boards etc but we want to start with the larger ones to just set a precedent and then you know um have some have some successful case studies and then move on to the uh, to the other schools etc okay so but do you see do you see a ray of hope uh if this curriculum gets accepted and becomes a part of uh, uh the school curriculum across all uh, education boards do you see this happening do you have a hope here well if i said no my campaign would be kind of pointless <laughs> so i'm going to say i have hope but i am a very practical person and i have to i have to you know be honest at this particular point it's a okay. struggle Hmm. I have no intention of giving up. Hmm. It's just that when you are reaching out to certain decision makers, hmm. and you are curious to know about how your own decision maker feels about the subject at hand, hmm. you know some things can be said directly, and some things you can just look around you and see. Correct. Um, Read between the lines. Read between the lines. I don't want to die. So um, it's. Um, I am obviously hopeful. I am obviously hopeful um, because you know we've really gone on a downward spiral when it comes to sexual abuse against people in general. Whether we're talking about women, children, men, trans persons, people from marginalized communities, uh, you know, it's um, it's very performative to talk to talk about violence against uh, against marginalized communities because you talk once and you feel very good oh yeah we've talked about this community we've talked right. about this tribal person what about the follow up yeah there is no follow up of the case there's no big shot uh, bollywood person tweeting and retweeting to authorities saying what about this person everyone is busy with you know naturally with their own lives Yeah. But like I said, the apathy, the ignorance, the mindset, and the constant promotion of a regressive mindset in this country, which I have noticed as a trend, is really contributing towards enabling further violence against people. Mm. Never mind talking about men and mental health. I think there are some some communities within the social development sector also who completely alienate um, men, and there's no way forward when we're talking about. gender equitable discussions hmm. you know it's almost hmm. as if oh we've gone back to that regressive mindset ourselves oh if you're a man you're a rapist end of story absolutely but uh, men are yeah. more men are as per a study in 2007 by the ministry of women and child development hmm. 52% of boys said they were sexually assaulted as compared with 49% of girls um yeah. i i don't see why um we don't have mental health for men I don't see why we're not addressing the rising suicides pertaining to misuse of 498A. Yeah. I don't know why we're not talking about the fact that the posh guidelines at present are only for female employees. True. Never mind trans employees. Never mind the trans community is just invisibilized completely. Again, performative Absolutely. only for Rainbow Pride. Yeah. Yes. Uh, only for Pride Month. Hmm. So you know there are so many issues when we talk about sexual abuse and when we talk about awareness. That hmm. when I think of personal safety education, I see it as actually being quite a small part hmm. of the solution. Yeah. But if we really start talking and we really start looking at systematic violence, we realize that it has right. to do with so many issues which in India need to be addressed. And 
again it's it's all the discussions are also restricted you know among yeah. the privileged population absolutely but pranadika here tell me one thing that uh, you are you know you are actually making an age appropriate program here a uh, curriculum correct but here i want to know and the audience would also like to know what should be the steps to avoid these uh, abuse or to tackle with the abuse the first thing is have um, clear communication with your child hmm that is the first thing that you know talking to your child about safe and unsafe behaviors it's hmm. not just about safe and unsafe touch we unfortunately used good touch bad touch and good and bad are very subjective terms right so right. talking to your child about trusting their gut hmm telling them that you know if something does happen you come and talk to me and it doesn't matter who it is yeah some behaviors of parents which parents also out of maybe maybe their own experiences they don't think about some of those behaviors also need to be curbed and one of them is to stop vilifying a child's body because children are curious they're going to touch their bodies they're going to be like you know hey what's this what's that how am i different how are you different right. you know to somehow gently have these discussions where a child feels comfortable yeah. enough to address their parents because you are the child's first inspiration you are the child's first safe zone absolutely right so to have those conversations and to also not you know kind of how do i put this out there without being offensive um don't excuse unsafe behavior from family members i know this is a very awkward awkward thing to say but i must say this because uh, again 83% of abuse occurs because of a family member or a close friend or in our case as per indian culture mm. the family friends are also considered family the yes. tuition teacher hamara jo guru shishya wala jo relationship hai Tuition teachers, you know, I've been speaking with male survivors, and most of them have been molested by the bus conductor, tuition teacher, or by the domestic uh, domestic service worker. Absolutely. And these individuals, because of the close proximity to children, should be considered family, hmm. not in terms of DNA, but in terms of proximity, because True. of the proximity to the child. True. So I think a lot have- of a lot. Of well, yeah, please go. Sorry. I was I was saying I think the parents should just be. Um, as you said be very gentle and talk about this subject instead of uh, giving a moral uh, guideline on you know what you're supposed to do and what you're supposed to wear like every girl has been taught you are not supposed to wear this or oh, this dress is very short so instead of yeah. giving that gyan what we call a moral mm. type of a subject you should talk to your children and you know actually guide them Absolutely and the thing is that you know again when we're talking about clothing mm. um how many parents and also you you know we've all been kids once how many times have you heard somebody tell a boy about their clothes don't wear these shorts don't wear these bermudas something will happen to you don't wear don't go shirtless when you play you know football or whatever nobody's <laughs> really said nobody's really said that I, i i used to feel very upset as a child because i'm like you're telling me not to wear this and you're okay with my brother my one of my cousins is a very well known athlete so he would run around topless i'm like oh i can't do that he can you know it was very unfair to me and uh, just just put i i keep uh, addressing parents when i talk to them and they have a good laugh about it also and then they realize yeah this is actually true and then i ask them you are telling your, your girls about going out at night delhi mein there was the pinjra tor movement which is so legendary yeah the boys can run around everywhere the girls have to be in the pinjra why yeah but somehow you know it's it's like our society accepts this uh, sexual violence yes. and we need to and we need to stop because it's not a question of uh, just talking to um, women hmm. if boys are being sexually assaulted as well i keep wondering why we're not even talking about the fact that young boys need to be taught about social safety also Yeah. Not only that, they also need to be taught about consent because kids these days—I feel old saying that—but yes, kids these days start accessing the internet very young. Very young. A lot of sexual abuse and grooming. A lot mm. of grooming takes place on the internet through gaming platforms. Yeah. You could be playing a game and you could be having the chat 
and i've heard a lot of my you know cousins and nephews and all playing and i can hear the language they're using yeah. and then they have these teams that they form right right is you don't know if the 12 the so called 12 year old boy you're in a in a gaming mm. whatever fight mm. team mm. with you don't know how old they are you don't know anything about them online and suddenly you're like hey let's skype Hmm. Hey, let's be on Zoom. Hey, let's have a you know a con call and actually get to know each other. And then by that time, the grooming has started because you're used to you know associating with some people online. And the next thing you know, with boys nobody cares. With women, everyone's like, oh, be careful, be careful. But yeah. this is how a lot of boys are groomed. Yeah, because because women get this uh, thing right that that as I said that sexual violence. is acceptable in our society and they always tell a woman that the man couldn't control because because of his impulses man couldn't control you're encouraging them don't inspire and then we have these horrendous bollywood lyrics which which compare women to food i don't like that yeah. i find it it's 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 insulting it's annoying but it's also very funny because i can't imagine um for people who have not been um educated Hmm. properly on boundaries i can't imagine you know uh, what goes through their minds when they see women and they think of these bollywood bollywood songs calling us jalebi and tomatoer and salad i don't know what else what all they call women <laughs> but it's just you know they, there's more enabling in society of sexual violence than there is of prevention of sexual violence correct and correct. that really needs to change through the system Hmm. it need to really take a look at how badly we have failed at conversations regarding gender equity and gender equality because all we're doing is we're alienating people yeah every time i try bringing a man into a conversation relating to personal safety i have certain groups of activists going <clears throat> you can't do that correct but men but... need to be told about consent they need yeah. to be told about consent they need to true, be told true. i mean what do you want them to suddenly assume things Mm. You just want them to suddenly be like, "Oh yeah, we are men. We should shut up during all conversations pertaining to sexual violence because we are the violators." No, yeah. it's either there are there are the the keyboard activism side of of my life is just something where I've stopped talking because every time we try bringing up men, male suicide, November nineteenth every year is actually two days. We mark one is World Day for Prevention of Child Abuse. Okay. The second day is International Men's Day. Hmm. and you know just as international women's day gets trolled international men's day gets trolled but the trolling around international men's day is absolutely vicious mm. it is horrible um and i feel like we could change that by actually involving men and those who identify as men in conversations and and in part of the solution instead of alienating them because we think they're all rapists but but don't you think uh, men don't try and take this effort to even talk about this because i've seen men trying i have seen men trying and i've seen how how badly they have been shut down for no fault of their own yes i've seen the other side of mm. of the of the coin and yes i agree that a lot of men don't care because obviously if you're benefiting from the system of patriarchy from mm. that mindset you're not going to do anything but there are people who try and um it's uh, you know there's always a different side to a story so i've seen the flip side i've seen somebody only say I have signed your petition and shared it full stop that's all this person said to me okay before i could say thank you which was my intended response some other person comes and says oh do you want a medal for doing this mm-hmm. and these are some of the some of the responses that have um, come about and i've seen them increasing especially mm-hmm. during conversations where we could be uniting and mm. actually figuring out how to better um how to improve our responses yeah you know it's it's i will get into trouble for saying a lot of this stuff but you know it's true it we need to involve all the genders we need mm. to go beyond the gender binary and we're not even talking about trans persons never mind the violence that they face yeah um and the way they are excluded from all conversations all opportunities and the sexual violence against them is not discussed even by even i mean i consider myself an ally even as an ally i don't think i've done enough 
Pranadika, for a rape victim in our society, it's very difficult to live. There is a lot of uh, bullying. There are a lot of people giving morality speeches and the victim is like shamed every time. So, are these reasons for uh, the victim to not come forward, not come ahead and file a legal case? It's very difficult to answer this question for a variety of reasons. Mm. Uh, our socio-economics and our pow- the power imbalance that we face in this country is one of the reasons why it's difficult to answer this question because depending on your social equity, shall we say, mm. your life as a survivor of rape or any kind of sexual violence is going to, it's going to be dependent on that. Okay. So, in a number of cases, in fact, I do have another uh, lesser known but equally relevant petition which calls for witness protection for those who actually choose to mm-hmm. fight cases in court. Because what's happened, and this is a, a number of cases in Uttar Pradesh uh, which are documented, of rape survivors who chose to take their power back by mm-hmm. fighting their rapists in a court of law. Mm-hmm. And what's happened is the witnesses, the family members, have been shot right outside court. They've literally been gunned down outside court. Hmm. And that kind of adds to the, the it kind of benefits those who silence the, the victim slash survivor. Yeah. Um, because obviously they're told, enough has happened, ho gaya to ho gaya, to matlab just, you know, go and take know, some he, money. He, don't make a fuss, otherwise you'll get raped again. Okay. In the case of so many, so countless, countless women, and we're not even getting again, we're not even getting into men, we're not even getting into trans persons and others across the spectrum. Mm. Um, for a rape um, survivor in India, one would, in an ideal environment, like for them to pursue legal justice, one would like them to be first removed from the abusive situation if it's happening at home. True. true. Uh, to get socio-economic support, psychosocial support. You know, we always have these ideals in our in our in our heads. The first ideal is, the viol- is that the violence should not even occur. Hmm. But unfortunately, when it does, hmm. silence is always recommended by society. Silence is not the remedy. Silence will not lead to healing. Silence will not lead to justice. However, in the place that we are right now, hmm. with the state of women in India, with the absolute lack of dignity that we have, it's a very difficult question to answer. And I don't want to put words into people's mouths. I don't want to take away anyone's power. Some people feel hmm. empowered by seeking so psychosocial support and not pursuing legal justice some people do and then they withdraw they become hostile due to exactly what i said is that society is not survivor friends yeah there are many reasons right right i never i never pursued legal justice against the people who um, uh, assaulted me and i could have i could have i belong to the very privileged section of society my dad was the election commissioner So I could have pursued justice by the book. I could have pursued justice in other ways. I chose not to. Simply because I was also told that you're going to just be re-victimized. They're going to pull you up in court. They're going to ask you very uncomfortable questions. Mm. The burden of proof is always going to be on you. How are you going to prove something that happened earlier? And there's always also that judgment of you're very outspoken, you wear Western clothes. And I wasn't modeling then. Um, you know, I, I was I was pretty different. You know, my self-esteem and my my personal sense of self was very different. But mm-hmm. even then, you know. So it's it's a very, very frustrating situation, right? You were silent. Very- you were Absolutely. Sil- absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. But I'm again I'm one of the lucky ones because I could afford to have conversations with my parents and that is one of the most powerful things that I am one of the most important things I'm grateful for because that took me through a lot yeah. you know and even sometimes the silence and the apathy of some of my own family members you know what it's okay mm. it's all right okay because sometimes if you have nothing to say and you shut up I'm grateful because yeah. I, I don't have to I have very low tolerance for people <laughs> who say certain things and if my own family chooses not to say anything then thank you Okay. Yeah. So you, have, you have seen a lot. You have uh, been through a lot. You have uh, 
you know you have helped many people you have been a voice of many and uh, you promote body positivity also you do shoots you do modeling but on social media some of your pictures or shoots uh, sometimes may rile up people so do you get creepy comments from men and women it's a lot of fun um the comments from people pertaining to my pictures are the comments that i'm actually very very uh, i'm a troll <laughs> i'll just put that out there i'm a troll um when it comes to my pictures uh i put up one work related post on my social media and then i put up one sexy photo mm. i i do a certain kind of modeling called boudoir mm. and one of my pictures was recently featured in vogue italia which was a huge honor um for me Okay. Coming from someone who hated herself, who hated her body, to be on Vogue. Mm. I mean, it, it's I'm, I'm humbled. I'm honored. I'm also very happy. And of course, the trolls were out in full force. Yeah. Um. Simply because the shoot was part of a fo- a photo project, part of a photo essay, and um, they the the photographer chose to focus on exactly this issue, which is the online trolls and the sexual harassment. and the comments from all these people who i have named shontu okay. uh, shontu is my, is a name that i came up with as a joke against all the sexual abuse um, perpetrators the online sex offenders the friendship seekers okay. the people who send you friend requests and they send you pictures of various very unattractive body parts who mm. nobody wants to look at mm. and um, Uh, Shontu has now become a movement. It is part of my foundation's work, and I never expected that to happen okay. because I simply did not realize hmm. that people who wear salwar kameez and sarees, people who wear school uniform, men who wear whatever it is that they wear, their shirts, jackets, shorts, every single person on the internet is targeted. Right. And when I started talking about and speaking out against the the shontus, mm. more than the comments I received from the men and from the women and others, mm. the comments I got in my inbox saying thank you so much for doing this. This is what happened with me. Correct. It just became an offshoot of the work I'm doing uh, in favor of personal safety education. It was this. It became an offshoot of that. It became a joke turned into a project, basically. Yeah. you know because i make fun of these people i make fun of the words i make fun of the fact that you know they say hi with h and so many eyes and mm. the next message is h with so many eyes again it's almost i mean it's it's comical if you if you look at it one way and it's harassment if you look at it you know from the lens of someone who's not mm. a troll but as a troll i find it hilarious yeah. that people comment on pictures and for the a lot of people who say oh this is why you were sexually abused you were sexually abused because you have pictures yeah. of your body mm. i was four when i was sexually abused and i don't think i knew anything about boudoir i don't think i was i had that level of body awareness mm. and even if as a child i was a swimmer even as a child no matter what you wear that doesn't justify sexual violence your clothes have nothing to do with it doesn't justify what the person did right and your clothes have nothing to do with it i mean <laughs> that case, let's talk about 10 day old babies in hospitals who are who are raped hmm. does that mean we have to keep people away from everybody we yeah, have right. to like isolate this is like a covid situation true true you know? true true but ridiculous and i'm very now. proud of myself and i also want to put forward one thing for anyone who has comments about pictures etc i have not been through any kind of molestation any kind of abusive relationship or sexual violence ever since i started developing confidence in myself in my body hmm. since i started exercising body autonomy following basically all the rules i have been nicely teaching to people and not following myself mm. ever since i chose to develop boundaries for myself taking calls as an educated woman okay an educated adult woman yeah nothing's happened people are terrified people will actually if you notice for all the women out there who are doing their thing if you know you, you if people tell you you're intimidating and you're scary and that scared to talk to you you're doing something right absolutely so that that was the point i was about to come to i mean <laughs> do you think people are terrified if they find a woman powerful or strong people are terrified absolutely um terrified of me and i love it <laughs> because quite frankly, scared people now 
there's nothing to be terrified of if you are respectful towards me i'll be respectful towards you if you but, speak to me with respect i'll speak to you with respect and we will not have a problem so if i do intimidate you it means there's something wrong absolutely but tell me something that if if you get a message if somebody dms you and if uh, somebody writes a creepy message to you yes. what will you do what does screenshot <laughs> screenshot the it depends it depends on the message some messages should go directly to the cyber cell hmm. a lot of messages are on my facebook page uh which is basically shown to united against sexual harassment hmm. um and uh sorry shown to united against online harassment hmm. uh we do have a page we do put up these screenshots uh sometimes the employers sometimes the families and most of the time the wives the wives the hapless wives of these individuals are also approached okay you know because a lot of a lot of a lot of people write interesting comments and then you go to their facebook mm. and you notice they're happily married their last post is oh my darling wife you are my bhagwan i love you very much and then over here they're writing nice boobs baby you know it's <laughs> it this is this is why it, it's hilarious and shown to is like for me it's comic relief yeah. because you know sometimes you really want to tell these people you know what first please educate yourself on consent Mm. second for, for uh, this is going to sound judgmental forgive me i keep wanting to ask some of these people to look in the mirror before they send me pictures of themselves <laughs> so true <laughs> this happens I'm sorry but it needs sure. to be it needs to be said you know because you know what women get so much com- so much crap we get so much disrespect right. that sometimes i want to throw it back and just tell them you know sir whatever you're sending me it's not the lighting it's not genetics you're just not blessed <laughs> that this and you know this is this is how sometimes uh, us as people who have survived sexual violence this is how some of us get by because har samay gusse se kuch nahi hota no you know you can't keep getting angry keep ranting keep no. venting and you know using humor has also enabled a lot of men to understand that you know what i can't get away with this yeah. the comments have reduced ever since i started shown to because somebody has even written to me requesting an interview okay saying ma'am i am writing to you myself this 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 these are my qualifications and i'm not a shown to please may i interview Oh this is how terrified people get and I'm actually very happy because you know what in a real world situation women men and others everyone should be able to live in True. peace and harmony we should be able to go out have our coffee do whatever we do and come back home peacefully okay. imagine being followed around imagine these online conversations coming into real life mm Imagine somebody poking at your shoulder and you're walking and you're going hi they're saying hi 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 hello 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 and then they flash you Now unfortunately this is this is street sexual harassment this happens Does does this and affect I, you I have a I have a sick sense of humor I enjoy um I enjoy taking the case of all these people because I find it so hilarious mm. how people are using the internet how these zeros are trying to be heroes on the internet and it's not just about India there are I'm part of some some interesting communities um that are based in Canada and the US and over there mm. we have a lot of the same type of men there are youtubers actual youtubers who use their platforms mm. to manipulate women and it's not funny it's not funny in the least but you have these chats which go on you have these live streams which go on okay. and these men won't even spare their female viewers over there we're currently experiencing something um you know where there's a a dude in Canada there's a dude in in the US and they have been accused of um using their platforms and using their whatever it is their manipulative tactics mm. to um to catch hold of vulnerable women okay and they call it's it trending it. right they call it trending i i don't know specifically what they call it all i know is that um it's um creeps are everywhere shown to's are everywhere 
don't do zai everywhere true 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 okay so what suggestions uh, would you like to give um to the girls or i want to suggestion to everybody okay all of them all okay. the, all the people so i'll i'll frame the question in this way this is the last question of our segment and on a parting note what would you like to say to all of us love yourself whatever issues you faced in your life whatever whatever problems whether it's sexual abuse whether it's your family whether it's depression any 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 issues the minute you heal within yourself you will be able to deal with the world better absolutely and this applies to all genders all age groups and i feel like a lot of people do a lot of things because they have pain and anger within themselves mm-hmm. which they don't know how to express they don't know whom to express it to as you said told me before you don't have anyone to talk to there's no outlet so my suggestion is please take advantage of the various helplines the various services which are now available in india hmm for a variety of age groups there are free services also please okay. work from within so that you can improve your quality of life you can improve your communications with people hmm. and specifically in context with personal safety education be aware of your rights and in case unfortunately anything happens to you or someone you know i am available to connect with i'd be happy to provide some guidance on any steps to to take you know relating to whatever the issue is absolutely we'll be in conclusion i think you know you're not alone yeah you're not alone that much else absolutely yeah. so uh, pranadika at the end while leaving i would just like to say that uh, it was a wonderful conversation and you're you're a very bold strong and fierce woman i've come across and uh, as an individual i think every person should say no no and uh, do not give power to the abuser absolutely right absolutely. because an an abuser always looks for people who they think they can dominate on absolutely and abusers don't just look for so called weak people i mm. think that's also a big misconception sometimes with me being as uh, strong as i am and i'm aware of my strength they will do anything to break you down so there are those people as well so you have to really as you correctly said learn to say no no means no every single gender has a right to say no i just want to put that out there as well every single gender has a right to say no you know absolutely so basically yes thank you so much for thank having you, us it's been a great chat thank you so much for sharing all the details and people can people who are going through a lot or or you know if the same situation if they are going through and if they are the survivors or as pranadika said there are shown tools everywhere if you are facing any kind of problem she's there to help you we'll share all the details about her instagram page her helpline numbers and everything so also about the page 1 million the campaign 1 million against uh, the petition the change petition.org/1million against abuse okay. if you could please sign the petition i'd be grateful Yes we'll share it so thank you so much again thank it you. was wonderful thank you very much thank you